I'm Carly Fiorina, and this is By Example. That's right. Little Austin P. Ryan says when he's not wrestling, he's giving back, not only in Pritchard, but everywhere they travel. I want to be a president of the United States of America. But in the meantime, four-year-old Austin P. Ryan says he likes to do more in his free time to get him there, other than play and eat candy. Because I wanted to show love for the homeless. Little Austin says his motto is show love. This now viral video his dad made showed him showing love by feeding the homeless. It makes me feel great. Austin's dad, Terrence Pirine, tells me this idea sparked after watching Animal Planet on TV. Austin asks his dad why the mother panda left her cubs alone. And I said, well, I'm, you know, I guess it's going to be homeless for a while. And he says, are people homeless? I says, yes, yeah, some of them. And he asked me to take him to see a homeless person. They did just that. This father and son bought food for the homeless in Pritchard. That experience launched a passion project for the four-year-old who helps the hungry whenever he goes. In Birmingham, Washington, D.C., even in the middle of our interview. I have an idea. We should go feed the homeless right now. So that's exactly what he did. Austin took us with him as he went out the door to show us what it's like when he's out giving back. I would say to feed everybody else that's a homeless. So, Austin... I am so excited that you are here with us in the studio and that your dad, TJ, is here also. And you have come all the way from where? From Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama, right? Yes. That's a long way. And you got you flew on a plane yesterday? Yes. And you stayed in a hotel last night? Yes. Boy, that's pretty fun. And what did you do yesterday? I took a nap and I... I play with um my my giant Hot Wheel that 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 you build. Oh boy! Well, you know what? Taking a nap sounds great. I like naps. And I understand you went to see a movie too, huh? Yes. Well, that's good. What movie did you see? The Lion King. The Lion King. I love the Lion King. I like the music, and I like the story. Did you like it? Yes. Well, Austin, I have a lot of people who come and sit in the very chair that you're sitting in and in the chair that your dad, TJ, is sitting in. And the reason I have people come and talk in this studio is because they are leaders. We get very confused about the word leader We think a leader is someone who's famous, or we think a leader is someone who has a big title or a big office or a big Um, ego. It's kind of like someone, like, with a a big heart Mm. and shows love to people. Yes. Well, see, that's why you're here. Because some people have to be taught what real leadership is, but somehow you just figured it out. Leadership is... Showing love and solving a problem. You know what? You and I were reading a book together before, and the book was about a problem. And what did you say to me? The little boy in the book was afraid of the problem, and you said what? He should be fixing the problem. Uh Aha. And you said he had to face the problem. Yes. Yes. Like facing a bully. That's right. How did you get to be so smart 
about being a problem solver and a leader? Well, I I saw a, a mother planning to leave her cub, and I got concerned, and I asked my dad questions like, why is the mother panda leaving her cub? And and my dad said, well, the little cub will be homeless for a little while. And then when it grows up, it'll, it'll be, it'll be able to take care of itself. And you were concerned that the cub would be homeless? Yes. And then what happened? And then my dad said, if you do your workouts and stuff like that, he'll take me to see homeless people. Yeah. You work out at wrestling, huh? Yes. Yeah. Do you like wrestling? Yes. I bet you're good at it. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm a um, state champion. That is awesome. Well, Austin, your dad... When he said, let's go see homeless people, did you know there were people who were homeless? Well, no. And what did you think when you saw them? I thought that that we had to feed them because, mm. because they, they looked sad and they didn't have any food, any food. When I was feeding the homeless people, one person pulled my dad to the side and said, some of my family members treat me like I'm nothing. Oh, and what did you think when you heard that? Well, I I thought I had to feed him, too. And you thought maybe you had to show him some love. Yes. You know, Austin, there are a lot of people who are a lot older than you who would see some homeless people in their neighborhood and just walk on by. Why do you suppose you didn't walk on by? Because they they look sad and I want to give them food. You had to face that. You wanted to fix that. Yes. Yes. That's why I wrote about you in my book. Because it seems so obvious to you that when there's a problem right in front of you that you should fix it and face it. But it's not obvious to everybody. That's why you're a pretty special guy. You don't need that Superman cape you wear. You're super all by yourself. Thank you. So, TJ, let me ask you something about your son. When you decided to take him to see homeless people, why did you do that? Well, Austin showed interest in the word homeless from the time I said that the panda would be homeless. And... We were in the car, and he would ask about just general people uh, going shopping. he said, Dad, is that a homeless person? And I said, no, that's just a person shopping. And, uh, you know, after a couple of incidents where he kept asking what a homeless person looked like, I promised him that if he would finish his workouts and do his chores, that I would take him to see what homeless people looked like. So I made a deal, and then I had to honor it. Then you had to honor it. And so, Austin, when you saw the homeless people for the first time, and they were sad, and you decided you had to feed them, how did you feed them that first time? 
Well, when I, when I gave them the sandwich, I said, don't forget to show love. Oh, and what did they say when you said, don't forget to show love? I won't. Thank, thank you, little man. <laughs> Do you get an allowance every week? Yes. And what did you start doing with that allowance? I, I, I bought some, some chicken sandwiches from Burger King and gave them to the homeless people. So you started to take the money that was yours and use it to solve the problem and help other people. Yes. See, not everybody will do that. That's another reason you're sitting here. Because you're showing us, by example, what leadership and problem solving looks like. So all the people that you've bought chicken sandwiches for, and all the people that you've shown love to, and it's a lot now, right? Yes. What do you want to say to them? Don't forget to show love. And why is it important? Why do you think it's so important that each of us show love? Because most people don't don't get to be loved. And it's just the right thing to do. Hmm. Why do you think most people don't get to be loved? Because they're homeless. Have you seen kids who are homeless? Well, not yet. Hmm. Do you think there are kids who are homeless? Yes. Yeah, I know there are. Usually there are in every city, actually. I know there are kids here in Washington, D.C. who are homeless. TJ, what do you hope for for your son, a remarkable leader and problem solver, who you have lifted up? What a remarkable father you are. Thank you. Well, I hope that he continues to be an influence for kids of his generations because I feel like that if kids are brought up being kind and not exposed to as much hatred as the older generations have been exposed to, I think that we have a solid chance to reverse our society and the way that society thinks. And I think that people will be more apt to solving problems rather than being a part of the problem. So true. So true. And, you know, the other thing that I really want to highlight about Austin and you, TJ, is you tackled the problem right in front of you, the homeless people that you met in your neighborhood. And you started small. I know you wear a Superman cape and your goal is to change the world, but you started just right where you were. Sometimes big things come from starting small, you know? Yeah. And you've started a big thing, but initially you just started small. I want to ask you another question. When you met that first homeless person, you thought they were sad. Yes. Is there anything else you thought about them? I thought they, they, that they were just normal people like, like us. Mm-hmm. See, you're very wise in that way, too, because a lot of times people will judge other people by what they look like or their circumstances. 
Sometimes people will judge others by the possessions they have or the clothes they're wearing. And all that's wrong because everybody's filled with possibilities and gifts. And you saw those homeless people and you said, they're just like me. They're just sad. And I can fix that and make it better. Yes. I think you're a remarkable young man, Austin. Thank you. So, you know, one of the things I've learned, Austin, in life, you talk about bullies. There are people that are bullies, and then there are people that show love, right? Yes. And those are the opposite things. There are people who tear you down and people who lift you up. You're one of those people who lifts other people up. And that's the right way to be. TJ, are you going to cry when Austin goes off to kindergarten? I'm going to try not to. <laughs> what are you going to do if your dad cries? Are you going to tell me to hurry up and get back in the car? Huh? What are you going to do if I cry? Well, I'm going to um, hug you and make you feel better. There you go. Show a little love for dad. Solving the problem. Uh-huh. That is very thoughtful. I think a lot of times, uh, even myself, uh, I, I take Austin for granted because I'm with him every day. But as we're talking, um, I have a chance to really reflect on on our walk just since the Show Love movement started. And, and I hear uh, I'm just reflecting on a lot of things that the homeless people, the feedback that they give us and and. One lady, she took him, and this was recent, she took him and she hugged him, and she started tearing up, and she says, when things get hard, I think about you. I'm sure that's right, because that little bit of love gives her hope. That's right. You must have had some remarkable experiences with those people and your son. Unbelievable. One guy, he... uh we met him in the beginning. He was really inspired. He didn't have a driver's license, so we helped him get a driver's license, and he got a job. Now he has an apartment, and he keeps in touch. And, excuse me. It's, um, it's, a, it's, a, mixed, it's, it's a mixed emotions, you know. You're happy that there's some hope for our future, but when you see what people are going through and you've had similar life experiences, it really, uh, it hits home. And, uh, to see people that are hopeless and in a matter of seconds from seeing a little kid become hopeful it's a powerful experience it's very powerful and i'm just so honored i'm so thankful to be a part of something like that well you know there's an old expression the acorn doesn't fall far from the tree and austin's dad had to take him to see the homeless people and austin's dad i think pretty much had to help the guy get a driver's license. You know, we talk 
on this podcast and in my book about what are the essential qualities of leadership. Courage and character and problem solving. And we talk a lot about seeing possibilities in other people and a lot about empathy and humility. And you have all those qualities too. You have extraordinary empathy, obviously. The ability to see someone and not judge them is empathy. To see them for who they are, that they're a person, a normal person, like Austin said, but filled with possibilities even when they feel hopeless. And such small things sometimes lift people up. I think that's what I really was uh, taking for granted. It's just uh, how important just a simple smile from a little kid can can be for someone who's an adult that's going through a lot. Yesterday, we were walking down King Street here in Alexandria, and we passed a shoe store. And literally, five steps from the shoe store was a man on the curb with no shoes and no food and in despair. And it was just... And I saw Austin looking at him. So it was uh, it was just a remarkable experience to see how just stopping and taking time to speak with someone can change the entire dynamics of uh, their perspective on life. I mean, it was a shoe store right there, and people are just passing by this guy with no shoes on. Amazing. But uh, there is a lot of hope. You go, you know, with kids, they don't see fault. They don't see gender. They don't see color. They just see a problem. And the beauty of it is um, that is a great foundation. And as adults, it's just our job to nourish that and to make sure that they retain that. And I think that if leaders like parents, myself, not only parents, but executives, politicians, if they took that same approach and nourished the next generation, then I think that we will have an effective future because there's always, and I think that even myself as adults, we, we forget that there there's a little boy or a little girl that's watching us and using our lives as a blueprint for their own. Amen to that. And they see a lot of stuff that sends them in the wrong direction. Right. You know, the other fundamental that you are talking about here is there are lots of people who wait for somebody else to do something. There are a lot of people who, yeah, yeah, isn't it terrible? The homeless guy is sitting by the shoe store. Someone should do something. Someone should do it. Politicians, businesses, some, someone should do something. And real leaders do something. They just do something. Even if it's small, even if no one sees it at first, 
And as you have said, a little thing can go a long way. Sometimes I use the analogy of a pebble in a pond, you know. Mm, People feel so powerless and helpless and hopeless sometimes. And if you drop a little tiny pebble in a big pond, it makes a ripple for a long way. When you and Austin are making big ripples. And I just want people to know that it doesn't take a lot, you know. Um, It just takes that one quality of one to take action. And And be kind. And being kind. And when kindness drives your motives, I think that the taking action part is even more and more effective. How did you learn all this? (laughs) I think life taught me. That's the best teacher experience. So being um, in homeless situations in the past and being in executive roles thereafter gave me a different perspective on on, on life and kind of added a lot of diversity, a lot of empathy for the businessman that may not have uh, a perfect social life or the homeless man that may not have uh, the perfect monetary situation. So uh, life. Well, but like your son, you're a remarkable leader too because not everyone learns those lessons from life. I'm just fortunate that... Um, I'm a spiritual guy, so I'm fortunate that uh, God was able to resurrect a dirty rag like myself and and making an example, a positive example for a lot of people that need hope. And that you are. Austin, I know that your dad is very, very proud of you. But talk to me a little bit about what your dad means to you. He means... Like, to to not stop showing love and, and keep doing it even when I'm in kindergarten and uh, face, face other people that, that, that are bullies. Are you proud of your dad? Yes. Mm, he's really proud of you. And I'm so grateful that you and your dad came to visit. I really am. Thank you for coming and talking with us and sharing what you're doing and sharing who you are, who you both are, because you lift me up. Just like you lift everybody up that you both encounter. You know what I'm most proud of you about, Austin? What? Uh, Even though you consider yourself a superhero, and I think you're a superhero, but when the lights go off and the cameras stop rolling and the videos stop playing, you keep working. And you don't really care about that. You just want to make people feel better. And I think that a lot of people can 
learn something from you. Doesn't take a lot. And real leaders, they act when the cameras aren't rolling. That's right. So if you keep doing what you've been doing, you'll keep getting what you've been getting. I'm proud of you. You know, uh, I use the term character. You know how you know someone's real character? By how they act when no one's looking. That's how you know who somebody is. That's what your dad's saying. Fame is mm, not all it's cracked up to be, but fame can confuse people. And the bright lights of the cameras can change people. The way you know who somebody is is how they act when no one's watching, the lights aren't on. That's someone's character. And what your dad is saying is your character, when no one's looking and the lights aren't on, is you go to work and make people feel better. And I can tell that's your dad's character, too. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. And I have a special something for you now. And I have a little something for your dad, too. Want to go see what it is? Yes. Okay. Yoo-hoo. Thank you. That's all for now. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can visit CarlyFiorina.com or iTunes for more episodes. And make sure you subscribe to By Example so you never miss an episode. To receive updates and exclusive offers, text By Example to 345-345. And while you're at it, you can send us feedback on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Carly Fiorina or by email at byexample at carlyfiorina.com. As always, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Carly Fiorina. And this is By Example.